0: In other words, I've got a piece to speak. And blow hot or cold, I'm going to speak. Let's do this, Johnny! Welcome to the Breaking It Down podcast. I'm Brother Ron, your host. And each week, I bring you the inspired word of God as we together discover and unlock its life's transforming truths. Thanks for listening in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Breaking It Down and with me, your host, Brother Ron. Hey, I'm excited about today's show. Well, I'm excited about all shows, but more so today because we're going to be talking about the Word of God. And that's what the show show's about, right? breaking it down. It's about breaking down the Word of God. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready to get into it. And uh, let's open up with a bit of prayer first, and then we'll break it on down. So, Heavenly Father, open our eyes that we may see and understand wondrous things out of your Word in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, so just a review, where we left off last week, we had finished talking about sanctification and we started getting into the what I consider the number one way for sanctification or to become sanctified is by the word of God. And we read from Psalms one nineteen verses nine through uh 18 I believe it was and we also read from the book James James chapter 1 verses 22 to 25 so this week our key verse well this episode our key verse is going to be coming from um, the epistle of John uh chapter 17 and verse 17 John's epistles chapter John's epistle chapter 17 verse 17. um all the scriptures I'm reading On this episode are coming out of the Life Application Study Bible, the New Living Translation, NLT. So, Life Study or the Life Application Study Bible, the NLT version, uh, is the version I'll be reading all the scriptures from on today's show. So, uh, Book of John, chapter 17, and verse 17 reads... And this is Jesus talking, and he, and, he's, and this is his prayer. He's getting ready to head to uh, Jerusalem and, and to die on the cross. And this is his last prayer for his disciples and for us as Christians uh, now. And he says in verse 17, Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Again, I read, Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word which is truth. So when we talk about sanctification, we saw that sanctification begins by, it's an act of the Holy Spirit for us. There's nothing we can do. And and the tool the Holy Spirit uses primarily is the word of God. And I want to read this note here for verse 17 out the uh, Life Application Bible again. And it says, um, this note or comment says, a follower of Jesus becomes pure and holy by believing and obeying the word of God. He or she already already received forgiveness through Jesus' sacrificial death. But daily application of God's word has a purifying effect on our minds and hearts. Scripture points out sin, motivates us to confess it, renews our relationship with God, and guides guides us back to the right path. So if you recall, sanctification means being set apart and being set apart by use for God, holiness, becoming holy. That's what we're talking about here. And we're talk about we talking about how does a believer grow in their Christian life? How do they mature in their Christian life? And that is by sanctification, and sanctification therefore comes primarily by or through the Word of God. So that's what we're going to focus on, the Word of God. And in future shows, um, however long the Holy Spirit has me go on this subject, this topic, I don't know how many shows that is, but I'll keep going on it until he tells me to stop. So next I want to turn to uh the book of Ephesians, Paul's epistle to the Ephesians or letter to the Ephesians, chapter five, and we're going to begin at verse 25. Ephesians five and twenty-five. For husbands, this means you for husbands, this means love your wives as just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. To make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of the word. Did you catch that? Washed by the cleansing of the word. We just saw in John seventeen seventeen that uh, he was Jesus was praying that he makes us holy by his by your uh, by your truth. He's telling asking God to make us holy by His truth, and um, that the truth is His word. Right, and as we see here, Paul is talking primarily about husbands and how their treatment of their uh, husbands and their treatment of their wives, and he uses as an example Christ's love for the church as an example for how husbands are to love their wives. And then he goes on to say, "He made the church holy or clean by washing them or cleansing them by God's word or the word of God." So there we see the primary source for our sanctification, for our mater- for our maturity and spiritual growth is the word of God, because it has a washing and cleansing effect upon us. Now, how does the word of God cleanse us? How does it bring us into sanctification? Let's turn over to uh, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter four, and we're going to be reading at, uh, start reading at verse 12. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, beginning at verse 12, and I read, For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one whom we are accountable. That's some good stuff right there, so I just want to continue. I want to read the note uh from the Life application Bible for Hebrews four and um twelve, and that says the Word of God gives us more than simply a collection of words from God, a vehicle for communicating his ideas. It has living life changing and dynamic power that works in us with the insistence ins- well with the incisiveness of a surgeon's knife. God's word reveals who we are and what we are not. It penetrates to the core of our moral and spiritual lives. It discerns both the good and the evil within us. God's powerful word will change us. We must not only listen to it, we must also let it transform our lives. I love that verse. Let me go back up and read it. For the word of God is alive and powerful. And stop right there. It's living. The word of God is thus not some words on a papers. And that's not a type on a page. It's alive and it's powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword. And as the, the note said, it's sharper than a, a surgeon's scalpel, right? And that's pretty sharp. If you ever been under surgery, you know, or watched TV shows when they're doing surgery, you know how sharp those scalpels are, right? And they just cutting into the flesh. But the word of God goes even deeper. It cuts down into our most inner being. It says here, cutting between the soul and the spirit, between the joints and the marrow. It's going beyond the bones and muscles and tissues of our flesh. It cuts down into who we really are, our spiritual selves, our innermost being. And then it says it exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. So the word of God is active, it's living, it's alive. And when we read it and we study it, it starts working on us, and you know from time. If you've been reading the Bible for any time, you know how you can read the scriptures and it can cut through you, right? It gets down to the nitty gritty, right? Where the rubber meets the road, it exposes those thoughts that you don't tell anyone else. Your inner thought life, the only you are aware of, and and God and the Holy Spirit in this case always knows what you're thinking, and and exposes and it says it makes everything naked and exposed before God's eyes. Nothing is hidden from God's creation. Nothing is hidden from God's eye that's in his creation. And he knows all sees all. So you cannot hide anything, your sins, those thoughts, those wrongful thoughts, those wrongful desires cannot be hidden from God's word. And that's how we grow. To allow the word of God to do its work, to perform its surgery within us, cleaning out all that garbage, all that junk, all that wrong thinking, all those wrong desires, Of the flesh, we let the word go to work within us. And that's why we must study the word of God and must keep it before our eyes always. In fact, if you recall, and I believe we used this uh, scripture on the last uh, show, the, the psalmist says, thy word I have hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. Okay, thy word I have hid in my heart that I may not sin against you. And that was from, yeah, we read that last week. That was from Psalm 119, verse eleven. Psalm one nineteen verse eleven. Let's run over real quick to uh James chapter one verse twenty two. James chapter one verse twenty two. I'm gonna back that up. Let's start uh let's start off with uh James chapter nineteen. So James, I'm sorry, let's start off with James chapter one verse nineteen. And this is uh the word God talking about. Just not being hearers, but doers of the word or listening and doing. So uh, verse 19, and I read, Understanding this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. So get rid of all filth and evil in your lives and humbly accept the word of God or the word God has planted in your hearts. For it has the power to save your souls. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, you walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I want to read it from the New Kings, James Version, um, verse 22, James 1 and 22, because I like the way it comes out there. But it says here, and I read, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For anyone, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This one will be blessed in what he does. Okay, again, that was uh, James chapter 1, verses uh, 22 down through verse 25. And again, I want to read the note here in the Life Application Bible and verse 122. James 122, uh, specifically. And it says, it is important to listen to what God's word says, but it's much more important to obey it and do it and what it says. We can measure the effectiveness of our Bible study time by the effect it has on our behavior and attitudes. Do you put into action what you have studied? And again, we're talking about the word of God and how it transforms us inwardly, right? How it works is like a surgeon's scalpel dividing down into our innermost being and exposing our thoughts and desires, our heart and soul. We know that God sees all things and that the Word of God washes us, it cleanses us, it brings us into sanctification, it helps sanctify us. That's what we're focusing on here. Let's turn over to Titus chapter 3. And we'll begin reading from verse 4. So, Titus chapter 3 and verse 4. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and his love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight. And gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. So there it is. That's the whole purpose of sanctification, of what God wants to do in our lives. He's given us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's working the sanctification work within us, right? Setting us apart for God's use. God has gems, He's poured that Spirit out through us upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And it's all by grace. We didn't deserve it. It's all by grace. and Grace is God's unmerited favor. So I just want to leave you with this last thought. The only way you and I can move towards spiritual maturity is to constantly get into the Word of God, constantly come before the Word of God. We can listen to it, read it, study it, memorize it, meditate on it, whatever it may be. But we have to constantly have the Word of God before our eyes, in order in order for us to continually to grow in maturity or spiritual maturity. There's no other way about around it. It doesn't. It's not easy. It requires work. It requires effort on our part. It requires commitment, dedication, focus, all of other words you want to throw at it. And if you've been a believer for more than ten years, let's say, and you still are considered a baby question, then you need to pray to God that He will give you a sense of holy dissatisfaction with where you are in your spiritual growth. And that He will um that He will lead you from being fed on the milk of the Word and that you want to go stronger get on the solid food of, of the Word of God. And that's a prayer I God will answer if you pray sincerely from your heart that you want to grow in his word and get a grip on his word that you can grow and to that you can grow spiritually and then not just be a hearer of the word and a doer of the word but be able to teach the word also. God wants you to grow to that point and I want you to grow to that point and I'm grown to that point. You know, just because I'm telling you to do this doesn't mean, you know, it's coming basically from God dealing with me and my growth. And I'm just relaying what God's, how God's dealing with me and my spiritual growth and maturity. And uh, I told you in my very first episode, I've been saved from 30 plus years. And um, I was neglectful of the calling of God on my life to teach his word. So, that's why this podcast came about is because God kept pulling on me and pulling on me and I kept um, being disobedient. And finally, I said, I can't take it anymore. I've got to preach the word of God. Uh, It's like fire shut up in my bones, right? Like Jeremiah said, I cannot help but to teach and preach the word of God for that is God's calling upon my life. So, I want you to come along on this journey with me as I grow Um, In maturity in my spiritual life My spiritual walk I want you to also come along And you too grow As you see how God deals with me And and how that relates to Your particular situation And your particular calling That's what this show is all about Breaking it down As we get into the word of God Break it down um, Digest it Absorb it Into our spiritual systems So we may grow And fulfill God's calling on our life And put those spiritual gifts That he's given us Put those to work for his kingdom and his glory. Wow. So that's a mouthful right there. Well, I hope you uh, this was beneficial to you. Uh, Go back over those scriptures and read over them again and let the Holy Spirit work them down in your soul, in your spirit, and how they apply to you. Uh, Again, we're going to keep on on this topic of the Word of God until the Holy Spirit tells me to stop and move on (laughs) to another topic. But this is all important. This is all about spiritual growth, and it starts here with the the Word of God, the study of the Word of God. And again, not just being hearers or listeners of it, but once we hear and listen, to put it into action by doing. Well, that about wraps it up for another episode of Breaking It Down. And as always, there's two things I ask you to do for me. First off is to uh, pray for me and the show. It means more to me than you'll ever know. And second, tell two or three people about the podcast. Share it with them. Tell them how they can listen to the show. Send them a link. Tell them it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneIn, and all the rest. Uh, You know, that helps me more by you spreading the word. You make it possible for more people who uh, don't know about the show, wouldn't know it exists, Unless you told him by um, word of mouth So everyone uh, Come back next week We'll pick back up where we left off on the word of God And until then uh, Be blessed in the Lord And uh, I'll see you next week I'm out of here Peace y'all